Here we go. You are listening to the We Only Do One Take podcast. The only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. That is a complete shit show. I am your host, Turch, and with me is my co-host, the CEO, the man who drunkenly confided in me that when he was 13, he masturbated to a picture of his hot cousin. It's Kieran! (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. Correction. Yes, I said my cousins were hot, like 20 years ago, when I moved to Melbourne and hadn't seen them for a while. How old are you? I've never masturbated. How old are you? (laughs) How old are you? I'm uh, 33. Okay, so yeah, when he was 13, 20 years ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just doing the math, doing the math. Uh, I knew you'd like that no, joke. Okay. <laughs> Talking about hot cousins. Uh-huh. I said to my like house... Shelbyville? <laughs> <laughs> I said to my housemate, I said, oh, I'm going to do the Melbourne Marathon, right? Oh, your cousin does the marathon. Yeah, half, uh, the, a half marathon. And I said, oh, you, you should sign up. And he goes, nah, nah, nah. I was like, oh, maybe you could come and watch. And I said, the last time I was at the Melbourne Marathon, I watched my cousin. And he goes, oh, what, your hot cousin? <laughs> you know when you make this 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 statement that was like That's 20 I... years ago, like out of context, and it just sticks with you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> now you know I have hot cousins. Oh, that's not a bad thing. It's <laughs> not a bad thing. Um, yeah. No, very, very good. It's It's been a week. It's been, We've been off for a little while, but we're back. We're back. Thank goodness. I feel like this year is a little bit intermittent stick with us well look i tried to do you some know there's back- the economy there's the debt ceiling there's well, all look, these factors look specifically look, influencing this show well look you've got your parenting having a kid you've now got a car so that's one, one thing we could take lack off. of car have not impacted this show that's true it's that's bigger true. things like it's bigger things uh, it's joe biden falling over it's the it's it's the it's the vibe it's yeah. the marbo it's the yeah. marbo that's the real it's yeah the real, the real issue here kieran i think we go straight into the rants what do you reckon yeah let's few, do it i've got a few things here we can do shut the hell up bitch go kill yourself go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you you're ugly you're disgusting i'm gonna kill you I really love our stingers. Oh, they're good. <laughs> really make you think. Uh, first of all, yeah. Uh, you put a load of washing on, mm-hmm. and it goes, "Hey, it's going to take you know an hour and fifty-five minutes." You're like, mm-hmm. "Great, I'll come back in about two hours and see how you're going." You come back to the washing machine after doing some you know doing other tasks. work meeting, yep. other tasks. Go two hours. Yeah, it's just about right. I've got some time now. You make some time to hang out the washing. And what does the washing machine say to you? Error. Fifteen more minutes. You're like, Fuck, why do you lie? Your washing machine... I've never had this. Oh, yeah, but your two, washing machine two, lies. The two washing machines I've had, they're all front loaders. Uh-huh, there's all your like problem. The, the they never get the front loader. The front loader's the problem. The front loading... Gives the front loader, you have to bend over too. Yeah. Yeah. But mine's a front loader. It's got the washing and drying in the same same barrel. So I don't have to swap anything. Mm. Very handy. Is that... I heard they were shit, but that was once again like 20 years ago. Yeah, it works well for me. Uh-huh. Never had an issue with it. Just the timing thing. 
And I feel like I've asked a few people at work. So you about trade this. convenience for lack of timing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the. Well, I, don't, I don't know what the. I would rather it overestimate. Yeah. And it finishing earlier. Yeah. Than it going. It's like it's like when you go to a doctor's appointment and you go, I'll oh, be here at five o'clock for a t- ten past five appointment, and then you get there at five o'clock, and then your appointment starts at half past. Mm-hmm. You're like, why did you just call me? Why why July? That's actually pretty good if you got if you turn up for five and I, you're getting seen by half past five. That's fucking amazing. I know, I know, I know. But you know what? <laughs> I mean? Who is this doctor? I want to go there. Just you know what? Doctors just get one of those uh, voice conference ones. They're the best ones. They're always on time. Uh huh. I found those pretty good. Uh, here's one for you. Mm-hmm. Here's one for you. Uh, work meetings are always a pain, especially big like uh, whole. I've got a department yeah, and I've got like a, an area within that department. Um, it's like you know, the authority within that. And then we've got the, it's got us and the project teams and finance and all that sort and of stuff. And then you've got your silos and then you've got your marketing. That's right. That's right. And then you've got Utopia. But, but, what, but once every second, every second week, every yeah. fortnight, we get together either in person or online yeah. and we just like they go it's a bit of a social sort of thing it's like this is what this project's doing what's coming up we do trivia mm-hmm. right and it's not it's not great i'll put it out there okay. but it's 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 a good time when you especially when you're working from home and you got those sort of things to do work because mm-hmm. <laughs> no one's gonna bother you yeah okay. or you know you walk off whatever yeah as, as everyone does so you have work trivia yeah so someone in the government yeah. is being paid to come up with trivia questions. Yeah, just for this. Okay. You know, that's what you pay that's what you pay <laughs> admin stuff for. It's, it's high quality. Anyway. I have no sympathy for all the government cutbacks that are happening. No, I don't feel sorry for yeah. it at all as well, to mm. be perfectly honest. I'm not losing my job, I'm far too important. <laughs> mm. It's all the managers. It's all the managers, yeah. exactly right. Uh but there's one bit of a meeting mm-hmm. and I think you're going to feel the same thing because I'm sure it happens to you. Yeah. That is absolutely 100% a waste of time. The welcome to country. Mm. At every meeting. At every meeting. At every meeting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh, we, uh, we, you know, we, we're, we're on, uh, for us it's Wurundjeri people's land yeah. it was once theirs and always theirs mm-hmm. and i'm like okay i don't agree with that at all it's not theirs anymore yeah like i like you're not on warundry land you're on turcherelli land right now mm-hmm. <laughs> you're mm-hmm. on turch land right now you're yeah. not on warundry i've got paperwork uh-huh that says care. that this That's that right. the bank owns this the land bank owns, yeah, yeah. This, is this is the bank's land <laughs> mostly commonwealth <laughs> banks and, and the other part is turch land i don't see any warundry people on any paperwork one percent is turch's <laughs> land actually more than about 30 percent. okay good it's good. pretty good <laughs> i can't calm down <laughs> calm down okay uh i'm not that poor uh-huh all right <laughs> i got cash in the bank you know what I mean? Like, I don't understand why we have to do this. This room is Turch's land. Got it. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, for all intents and purposes. And I don't understand why we do it. And I had a look into it. So only Australia do it, New Zealand do it, which mm-hmm. is like Australia light. Yeah. And then the equivalent of, uh, you know, we're, we're equivalent to America. So America light, Canada also do it. Yeah. And they're like the Inuit people or whatever, like, you know, the Native uh, Americans. See, this is where, this is where, this is the interesting thing, right? 
I'm for the acknowledgement of country. Right. So I'm not. But I'm... See, I... This is the thing. Okay, okay. When I teach, I do it at, in every class. Yeah. At the beginning of the semester. Yeah. One. One and one, done. One, one and, and done. done. I'm not doing it every time. Yeah. But but one and done. And I... I, I don't do the standard... Um, Acknowledgement that everyone else does. Yeah, yeah. Because I do the, I do the, you know, like, well, welcome everyone. We're mm. we're on whatever land, and I would like to, you know, pay my respects. But I would also like to, at this time, welcome everyone to this class. Yeah. And we are a community, and blah 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 blah. It's about blah. the community aspect, not about like it. It's it's more than just the. Well, it's like. I feel like what we we do now yeah. is it's only about the Aboriginal. I think don't think people understand the. I think more people are doing it for virtue signalling than the than the. And that's exactly where I was going with this. I don't think anyone actually cares about it. I think it's only done because it's like it seems like it's the right thing to. Like, it's like when people tell jokes and then no one really laughs at them, but then everyone claps. Yeah, like, like Tom Myers. Like Tom Myers. Yeah. Like the clapter. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, uh, uh, does anyone agree with it? I'm sure there's lots of people that agree with it. Does anyone? Does everyone understand exactly what it means? I'm sure there's people that understand what it means. But if everyone is saying it at every single meeting, like I've had to say it when I do big presentations. And I'm just like, I'm just going through the motion. Mm -hmm. I'm just going, this is what I need to say at the start until I get to my thing. And, you know, it doesn't take a long time. It takes a couple of minutes, a minute Mm. or two to do this and that and say the whole speech and all that sort of stuff. But it is because it is such a virtue, virtue signaling type of activity. All of it seems very, very... it doesn't feel real. Yeah. And it feels so fake that by saying it, I feel like it's actually more insulting. I feel like you should do it if it's real. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's very hard. I, know, and I, I can't I've describe been, it. I've been in a lot of these where I'm like, I don't believe the person yeah. saying this actually believes what they're saying. Belie- I think they're just saying, they're just saying, I've, this is the script. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and exactly, and that's how I feel about doing it. Because Cause I actually, because I, I taught an Aboriginal class. Yeah. And uh, I learned from them. They said, well, it's an acknowledgement. You can actually turn it into however you want to turn it into. Yeah. When I, when I realised that, I went, oh, you know, that's great. Oh, great. So, like, I would be and welcomed. And that's exactly what you're doing. Welcome, so I welcome everyone to the class. And that, to me, is more real. Yeah. Than... The, the script. The script. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's what I don't like about it most of all because it just seems so insincere. Like, that would be, f- like, if I was to, s- like, go to France hmm. and then they go, we're going to do a welcome to country uh, for the Italians and for the Romans who used to own this land. Uh, and I'm sure the French people really don't give a fuck about acknowledging the Romans that used to own France. Hmm. If everyone just started doing it, I'm sure more people would be offended by that than actually respected it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think as a, as it's a, it has a time and a place. But I don't understand where that time and place is. So, well, I, for me, at work, it's very easy. Start a semester. Yeah, once. One done. and done. One and done. Graduation ceremonies. But I don't even get the ones that they do at the football 
Right. Or, or any, any other sporting events. Because mm. it's like, what does this sporting event have to do with the Aboriginal, the Native Australians? What, what does that have to do? Is it simply because we're on a piece of land that they lived on? Well, if that's the case, then that's like the worst, you know, well, yeah. eight, it used to be called... This is it the, used to be called Etihad Stadium. Do we go there and go Marvel Stadium? Oh, this is in tribute of Etihad Stadium, the people that used to own it, like Etihad. One of the, like, I guess, like, what one do you of, mean? One of the things that I think um, uh, people don't understand, Turch, and this is where I think people have a bit of difficulty with this, is, uh, you know how we've got, sorry everyone in this podcast world that doesn't live in Australia. But we've we've got we've got a big referendum coming up here in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And part of the question is, which I don't understand, how does the change translate into actual physical what something happening, helping, yeah. supporting? Because we know the life expectancy is ten years younger than than yeah. um, the rest it's of Australia. They keep eating turtle eggs. Ah, See? right. See? So yeah. they, they get this right yeah. to eat turtle eggs yeah. and then they start dying and they ah, go, well, we were dying yeah. early. So stop eating turtle eggs. Eating no, turtle it's part eggs. of my culture. Well, I don't know about that. It's, I'm trying to help here. <laughs> yeah, but it's 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 that's that's where I struggle with. How how does this... How does this... Where, what's the, what, what is the... Like, you know, you're doing something, what's, what's the outcome? What's the benefit? Yeah. And it doesn't seem like... And I... And I how do we get the benefit... Yeah, it doesn't seem like it does anything. Like, it's a reminder that... Oh, look, and this this is another thing, right? Imagine you came from... Well, even my family from Italy. Hmm. Imagine if you came to Australia in the 1970s and you're uh, from Vietnam or from Asia or in the, in the 90s you came there came from, and you're Indian or Pakistani. Hmm. And they come here, we're going to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land. And, like, who gives a fuck? Like, why, why should I care? You know, my family wasn't even here mm-hmm. until uh, um, uh, Aboriginal Australians or Native Australians became people, mm-hmm. in, uh, according to our constitution. Yeah. We've always just treated them like the same, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm sure the, you know, the Asian, Amer- uh, Asian Australians don't really care about, you know, the, the Aboriginal people. And same for like the, the, the you know the people from India and all that because they're like we were also in a bad Tony, situation. Tony, this is the thing. I was, Tony Abbott did yeah. this. I listened to the entire of Tony Abbott's um, Parliament committee, what you call it, uh, inquiry thing to do yeah. with the voice. He actually had the, and I'm going to butcher this. He had the best thing where he said. He wanted change. He he said what I want, which I totally agreed with. Yeah, yeah. was something like, um, Aborig- you know, Aboriginals were the first on the land. Yeah, we have a we have a English heritage um, system. Yeah, and a bright future of immigrants and yeah. everyone in this country. So it was something along. It was said much better than that. Yeah, yeah. But it was sort of like recognize the past, recognize well, recognize the benefit that we've had from um, England. Yeah. And our structure, and all the other people that have come to this, country. and then the contribution that immigrants make, and we yeah. we as a collective are well, all and, together and, and going that's forward. Why, like, the Australian national anthem was changed. Mm. I don't know if you know, know yeah. about that. They it's now from, one instead of being young and free. Yeah, we're one and free. we're one and free, and I can understand the change. That's fine. I understand like the one is actually a better word yeah. in general, 
But I also respect the, the word young because realistically... We're a young country. We're a young country because the, the national anthem was implemented when we became a unified country. Mm. Whereas the native Australians weren't a unified people. There were different tribes just all living on the same land, mm. which is very different to being a unified country under one common law, common mm. language, all mm. that sort of stuff. So to being young, it's absolutely young. I don't think there's many countries that are younger than us. Like maybe like Singapore, I can think of as a unified country that's yeah. younger than us. And But, you know, if you're talking about Europe, I mean, Europe are 2,000 years old. Mm. Egypt's 4,000 years old. The Americas are even older than us mm. with being an extra 150 years older than us. So for us, for my, the word young made sense to me. The one word one makes sense to me as well. But I think one is actually less inclusive of the Aboriginals because now it's like a, a, a melting pot of the immigrants. Mm. Whereas young acknowledged like we're young because we had this history. Yeah. So the welcome, so going back, the welcome of the country, I think the usefulness of it is useless in the contents of meetings or any other sort of gathering you get together because it is just so I'm for it in a way in a way of more formal events. But what what would you like would you go sporting event? Um I would so I, I wouldn't put it in a sporting I don't event. Know, I don't for, even think the Australian national anthem should happen in a sporting event. No, nah, Australian national anthem happens at, at sporting events, semi-professional onwards because they get government funding. Okay. They also have to have the Australian flag otherwise they don't get their funding. Mm. So that's as soon as government funding comes in, yeah, flag and national anthem. So oh, we're never gonna stop seeing it then. What's that? We're never gonna stop seeing it. In yeah, cover line of works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. So from a work point of view, every fucking like f- weekly meetings I have or fortnightly meetings, I could, I can sort of uh, the the start of the year or something's a bit more formal. Yeah. Perfect. I'm I'm for it, yeah. but the the general bullshitting, the general stuff where we're just getting through the motions, trying to get our work done. Yeah. I'm I'm a bit like again. again the, the issue I have with it is it just seems like people are going through the motion. It doesn't feel genuine, and I don't think that that, that I actually think that does a disservice to the Aboriginal people. You know, I think I think it really does. But it's in your line of work, church. Is anyone sort of going, how does this policy or how does this thing impact this group of people? Well, I don't think anyone is because everyone is scared that they'll be called out to be, you know... I, I do I do work with uni super right, just as a committee thing. I actually, I've, I raised this today, this, yeah. um, this issue of going, I've read the reconciliation plan yeah. and I went, I went... You have no Aboriginals on your committees, on your two committees. But okay, no, I, I disagree. I understand what you're about to and, say. You and, should and probably have one, but are they the best person for the job? Not everyone on the committee, but the point I raised, I said we've. I'm doing some space in the yeah. autism space, um, and we've got committees. And I said it's important that I think we have the voice of someone because we we had this um, young student who was literally telling us some of the problems that they faced. Mm. And I went, if you weren't here... No one would know. We would be talking in circles about yeah. what could we do. And you have not provided all the solutions, but like when when the student was saying, 
oh, I kept walking around to find a, a, an appropriate place to study. There was no appropriate place to study because the fluorescent lights and the noise. And I went, well, we would never have got that information. But but that's from, but that but this is the thing, right? It makes sense for a case of auti- child with autism or person with autism. Yeah. But we're meant to treat the native Australians like everybody else. But by calling it out, like it's like. Uh, oh, they used to own this land. We've got to take care of them and this and that. And it's like, I and now you're just patri- well, no, no, patronizing no, no, to them, aren't you? From, from the uni super point of view, from the super yeah, animation, yeah, yeah. when I was speaking to one of my colleagues who's Aboriginal, and I was saying, oh, you know, you should make sure you're, you're checking your superannuation. He said, oh, I'm, I'm probably going to die before I qualify. Uh. And I went like, and I took that back and I said, this is what a colleague of mine has said. So I, I think it's important that... Yeah the engagement's happening because if if statements like that are occurring mm. I, I don't see how yeah. we're where so I, that's what that's what i mean i see there's like virtual signaling stuff but i go but is anyone what where's the where's the output for what's what's the benefit of doing this yeah is, is there any good that's coming from it and that's again i think we're on the same tr- pain i this. can't i don't see what the good is happening every time it happens exactly right yeah. exactly right makes sense in very small things but like you know, big team meetings or whatever. And this is, is where I, this is where I'm in favor of the inter- it happening intermittently. Yes, because that brings it to attention. That's Whereas right. if it happens, if it's saturated, useless. You tune out. Exactly right. Exactly We're solving right. the world's problems here. We've probably lost everyone. I know. I know. Yeah. Look, let's do something more fun. <laughs> let's do something more fun. I got another problem. <laughs> How did this turn into a political show? I don't know. I got. Pro- I got something for. You. I want you to look at two pictures and I want you to describe them. Are we then- still ranting? Yeah, we're still ranting. Oh, good. Because okay. I've got to rant. Good, good, good. Tell me, I've got two pictures. This, okay. is, this is going to turn it around. All right. This is going to turn it around. It's going right. to make it way worse than you think it's going to be. I'm going to show you two pictures. Uh-huh. And I want you to tell me the difference between the two. I'm going to describe them, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, what they are. Tell yeah. people what they are. But then tell me, um, you know, just describe the two. Okay. Right, ready? Here we go. What, what is this? That is a, a man... In drag. A drag queen. Drag queen. Okay. And what, what's this? <laughs> Kira, what is it? <laughs> uh, that is... <laughs> what is it? <laughs> it's a minstrel. <laughs> it's, I put the word there for you so you could... It's a minstrel. Uh-huh. Right? Now, obviously, I've been watching RuPaul's Drag Race with... Just for many years. Yeah. And the more and more I watch it, I think to myself, this is just woman face. Mm-hmm. Right? Woman. <laughs> 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 oh my God. Oh my God. That is brilliant. So, and I'm like, it's basically what blackface is, right? It's getting it, it's dressing up as a character, <laughs> as a caricature of. Yeah. This and displaying basically the worst parts of these people as to be insulting, yeah. right? That's what a minstrel was. Uh-huh. It's like these white people would dress up as black and act like them, act like stupid, act like you know, like oh, they're all dumb, all that sort of stuff. Less was was it people. satire? No, it wasn't satire. Okay, it was, just... it was real. But I think drag queens, maybe not back in the day, but mm-hmm. I definitely think now watching RuPaul's Drag Race more and more. It's definitely a bunch of men dressing like as a caricature of women because they're not dressing like real women. They're not trying to be like 
trans and, and, and fitting in. Yeah, no, no, they're, they're, obviously d- they're going, being drag. Yeah, they're, they're going being, over the top. They're, they're gaudy. Being, they're being a lot. They make Sicily look normal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're they're over the top. They're drag. They're like big tits. They're putting it all on. They're doing all that, and then they make jokes about like you know pussy, and they joke about sucking dick and all that sort of stuff. So the more I watch it, I'm like, this is just woman face. Woman face. Oh. And I think we should use this turn of phrase uh-huh. more often. Uh-huh. Like, I think trans are now just men face. Yeah. And, and woman face, same yeah. sort of thing. Men face, yeah. Because I th- just like when people would gate at the end of phrases, like, oh, this is like, you know, like, like Watergate. Watergate, and yeah. And then you add like gate, like, oh, this is like, you know, uh, petrol gate or yeah, whatever or it is. Yeah, or Dan gate. Dan gate, exactly yeah. right. They add to it like, you know, it's like, oh, I think we should be doing that for people. Daniel Andrews, if you're listening, Mark McGowan resigned. <laughs> You should pay attention. <laughs> Probably should actually. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's like you should really be. If, uh, I think they've got to. I think they. I think what people are gonna really look at is go. Yes, definitely. These are actually the same thing. Woman face and and min- and being a minstrel blackface mm-hmm. is basically the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. I, I really do. Th- I really do think it is. <laughs> I like how you. <laughs> I've really turned this show around, haven't I? Oh, you have saved it. Oh, you got a rant too. That said. is fucking hairdressers, barbers. <laughs> Jeez, we're in different worlds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, middle of the day. I'm That's like, how you know this man works for the government. <laughs> <laughs> I've come back from the city and I went, you know what? I don't, it's, it's like midday. Yeah. This place is like three minutes from my house. Great. I don't have a meeting till one thirty. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'll get a haircut. Yeah. Like I'll just I'll I'll walk in. Okay, so there's a person in the chair, there's another person sitting there waiting, and then there's me, that person it finishes. Okay, so the person waiting in the chair goes and sits in the barber chair. And I'm going, Okay, all right. So I'm probably gonna maybe be here. 15 20 minutes 20 minutes yeah. whatever it is that's fine I'm on, I'm on my phone okay it's now so I turn up just after midday yep it's now one o'clock okay now it's, it's a long time it's a long time you were the only person waiting I was the only person waiting yeah that's a long time no acknowledgement yeah. from the barber that yep you know this guy's getting the works done yep fair enough yeah, but no acknowledgement that it's yeah, been. Sorry. You know, I think I think, I think after twenty minutes, it should be go. Oh, it'd be another twenty or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. I feel like the barber should have done his job and gone. Like, what are you getting? What What am I getting myself into? Mm. So I can tell it's an hour. It's yeah. forty minutes. Yeah, but I, 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 I walked out of there. Oh, there you and go. I didn't get the haircut. Mm. So I, I go to I go to the same barber. My dad, and my brother, and I all go to the same barber, yeah. and all the guys there they're like uh, Iranian, so they know beards. Yeah, because I do. Cause I get my beard done. Yeah, these guys are Egyptian. Yeah, good, good. Right, they know. They know. And, then, and they and do. I do the razor. Oh, it's so good. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And they take pride in their work, mm. and they're dirt cheap. Oh, it's good. all cash. How much is it? How much is a short back and sides? Which is what I generally get. Yeah. You know, because you know I don't give a fuck about my hair. Yeah. Is twenty five dollars. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I do the do the they do the beard for me as well. Mm-hmm. That's fifty all up. Yeah, 
That's pretty good. Because they neaten it all up. They get little, little yeah. list sort of. Um, yeah, uh, you've got you got to make friends with your barber. Barbers. And I don't think I'm that, friends with the barber. I think that's what you got to. I do. think I'm the outlier. Yeah. Yeah, you're too white. Yeah. See, like I walk into one of those places. People walk I, in and they're doing like the gangster handshakes yeah. and the. See, that's the, I think my look. Like I'm, I'm not that dark, but I'm dark. Yeah. Like I'm a dark white guy. Mm. You know, the blacks of Europe. Yeah. yeah. Is what I've been calling us. Uh-huh. Right, the Italians. See, I feel like you would walk in there and you would it be, would be friends. You'd be yeah, yeah. You'd be talking about pasta. Because or... that's it. Like, my, my, when Dad and I walk into places and we see an Italian or mm. someone is a bit darker skin, even Greek, we can sort of just eh, some some because we sort of fit into that Middle Eastern like yeah. Egyptian all that. We sort of work it out all right. See, racism sometimes is for good. Yeah, we keep you stupid fucking white boys out. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm glad you bypassed the thing where I said the Italians are the blacks of Europe because I've been saying that to Jess. You've, so, you've said that like multiple times on this podcast. Yeah, I know. I, I stand by it. But so <laughs> I've been calling myself black. It's been fantastic. Well, good for you. Oh. You you trans color. I do. Yeah. Well, Kieran, I've got a new bit for the show. Uh, speaking I, of jokes, I am looking forward to this because uh, I don't know what's coming up. And I thought to myself, I'm a dad now. Yeah. So there's one thing I should be able to do on the show now, and that's say dad jokes. So I've got a few, oh, and we needed some sting. We needed a stinger. So I got my I got Jess and Felix to help out with this one here. Here's a new stinger. Uh-huh. Oh, actually, I want to thank all the boys that I contacted, uh-huh. all our musician friends, to help me find the most dad rock song in the history of the world. Okay. We decided it was Spirit in the Sky. Yeah. You've heard that one. Yeah. That's the one they used. Yeah. Here we go. So this is my version of Spirit in the Sky for dad jokes. Yes, Kieran, it's dad joke time. <laughs> the dad the joke section of the show. <laughs> I'm, you got the you got Felix's crying. You got everything yeah. in there. Oh. Got everything in there. Thank you, Jess, for helping me work out the words of that one there. Okay, so I have I have two I have three jokes. I have uh, two jokes that you probably couldn't tell at work, and one you can try to tell at work. Excellent. Okay, what's a racist dyslexic's favorite word? <laughs> Hey! What? I'm not racist. What's a racist? I'm just dyslexic. What's a racist dyslexic's favourite word? Oh, fuck, I don't know. It's ginger. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you don't get that. That's all right, I'll follow it up. Maybe you're dyslexic. What's a, what's the favourite word of a person who hates redheads but is also dyslexic? <laughs> anyway, next joke. <laughs> it's better when they say it back yeah. to back. Okay, here's my final joke. Okay. So this guy, he's a carpenter mm-hmm. and he works at a big factory getting all the wood ready to, do, to make cabinets, all that sort of fun stuff. And he's chopping up the wood. He's using the bandsaw, yeah. Big circle saw, and he goes through and he cuts off his finger all the way down to the, oh, the second knuckle. And oh, it's, it's come off, it's bleeding everywhere, yeah. and he goes, ah, crazy, like it's hurting a lot. She goes, I better call my wife and let her know. 
And he calls his wife and goes, Honey, I've just cut my finger off. I've just cut my, uh, just cut my finger off. Finger off, yeah. You know? And the wife goes, The whole finger? And he goes, No, the, the other one. <laughs> Dad jokes. <laughs> You are so excited. I'm a guy with a daughter or son. I got one, it might be a pun. It will make you go sigh. I'm telling dad jokes till I die. I just wanted your son to know that when he needs to be saved, yeah. Uncle Kieran's here. That's alright. That's alright. Here's some here's some news going. It is time for the motherfucking news with the we only one take black hair. You really caught something, motherfucker. So you didn't like the stinger? The new stinger? You did. Alright. Got some news for us, Kieran. Students pour cement. Into toilets in senior prank at a New York high school. It's pretty funny. Pretty, pretty. Actually, you weren't at Parade when they released a headless chicken. No, no, no. That was yeah. before, just slightly before my time. Yeah. That was that was an interesting prank. No, I think the funniest prank I've ever heard was my cousins also went to our, our high school. Mm-hmm. And they're like 10 years old, 15 years older than me. And when they finished up, that we used to have a pro, we used to have a pool, yeah, like right, a, like an indoor pool, <laughs> and everyone bought uh, one of those toilet cleaning things, like the bath the, bomb thingy, no, like yeah. the, the one for the toilet that turned yeah. like the water blue. Yeah, right. Everyone brought one and chucked it into the pool. No, that's really funny. That is hilarious. So the whole pool was technically really clean, <laughs> <laughs> but very but, blue. But very blue. So the whole thing looked like the toilet. I thought that was really funny. A school district in America is investigating a senior prank, which caused over four thousand dollars in damages. Nice. The school system says students gained entry overnight and poured cement into the toilets and urinals. That's that is. Uh, have you ever lugged cement? Oh, bags of cement. It's, it's They're heavy. heavy yeah. Shit. Yeah. yeah. I'm amazed. So it must have been the tradies of the group because there's no way. <laughs> no way the academic jocks <laughs> are doing that. But realistically, all they would have to pour is a little bit of cement in there. It's already got water. Yeah. And that's what and you have to do. And then you just need do. to mix it up a little bit. And you can just flush the toilet. <laughs> oh. Maybe the smart people did do it. <laughs> <laughs> we want to we prank, but minimal effort. Minimal effort. It is just carrying the bags of, of cement. Or maybe they just, you know, bullied kids to carry them on their behalf. It's still funny, though. I- I'm all for a prank. And I'm all for ruining schools. I- <laughs> so, this is this hits... <laughs> Did I ever tell you the prank that I pulled on my teacher? No, which... No. At, at high school? No, no, no. Please. <gasps> please. Okay. All right. My one put the dad joke thing on. <laughs> <laughs> my favourite subject was outdoor ed. Outdoor ed. Outdoor ed. And yeah. I had two outdoor ed teachers at my school. Yeah. And they were like the best teachers. Yeah. You could have a lot of fun with them. Yeah, yeah. Set, right? It's know. like the music guys for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. like just just great. Anyway, they, um, the, the Emma and Guy were their names. So they're on a school camp. And my mate, Tom and I, we managed to get the, a key to their office. Nice. And so we go into their office. And, and we shat everywhere. Like. And, and we took Emma's 
personal photos that she had. So we took photos back when you didn't have fucking camera phones. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, you, you physically, like, you had to go develop them. Develop the them up. So we took photos of the office so we know where we knew where all her photos were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we took all of her photos and we, we, this is like, this is shit we did after school. If I applied this much effort to my schoolwork, <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. You'd have a PhD or something. Yeah. I know. <laughs> So, we we get colour photocopy paper. Yeah, yeah. We go to, like, a library, <laughs> like, outside of school. or No, was it Officeworks? Whatever. And we make colour photocopies of her photos. Amazing. So, so, this is with, like, photos of her family. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and photos in frames and, right, so all that. And we come back. We hide the originals, but we draw all over the copies. So we nice. draw penises, yeah, penises great. and sperm and, you know, all that's of that. That's funny. Like, it's good so far. Yeah. I'm in. Making shit things. And so we put them... Put them back and, in place. And we've got our photos developed so we can put everything back... Exactly the same place. Exactly the same place, right? Yep. Like, so... So, so this, with no, 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 no sus, you know, nothing sus. No, nothing sus. Okay. They get back from camp. First lesson, Monday morning, is outdoor ed. We've got our outdoor ed teachers. There's like 12 of us in this class. And we walk in and Emma is like distraught. <laughs> so okay. Good. Guy is fucking furious. Uh-huh. Guy starts with two individuals <laughs> have crossed the line and uh, will not be on the next camp. Amazing. And of course, everyone in that class is like, "What the fuck did you and Tom do?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, "I was like, how do they know it was us? Like, <laughs> <laughs> how do they know it was us?" Okay. So anyway, the lesson goes on, and we're like, we're fucking smirking, like this is fucking, as you would. Yeah, this is, and even our classmates like have fucking figured out what's happened, and are like, you guys are disgusting, and you pigs, and how dare you do that? And like, we're like, oh, whatever, like who cares? Okay, so the lesson ends and we get brought back in, like, guys, like, in my office. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're in the office. Emma's not there. Emma's, like, in tears. She's gone to the bathroom, right? And so we're we're in the office and Guy is fucking yelling at us. Like, and we're smirking and laughing. Yeah, of course you would. And he's like, this is not a fucking joke. And, and, like, you should be expelled for this and da-da. And uh, so we we let him do his thing. And then we're like, hey, Guy, shut up. And I didn't say this, my Tom said, he's like, hey guys, shut up. And then I open the drawer and I pull out, I'm like, here's all the originals. Yeah. And he he's like, holy shit, well done. Like he starts, <laughs> yeah. he starts. Con- Actually, other way around now, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, he starts, yeah, yeah. yeah, congratulating us, like, well done. And he's like, oh fuck, we better play along with this. Yeah. So anyway, you can see like Emma's coming. So he's like, I had the photos. So anyway, he gets back and he starts fucking yelling at us again. <laughs> <laughs> so he went... Now, joke's good. I'm back in. I'm board. back in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I approve of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so Emma's like got a couple of these photos she's taken down and she said something along the lines of like, I can't believe this is like personal photos, personal memories. And you've just, I've got have like other copies and you've ruined it. And this is like, so re- anyway, so she's holding, she's holding like four photos in her hand. Yeah. I grab them off her and just rip them up. Insult to injury, just even more. So good. Meanwhile, the fucking like ten other classmates are peeking through a window, like watching all of this. 
And Tom just opens up the drawer and goes, oh, by the way, here's your originals. And we just walk out. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. So good. I'm very proud of you. Yeah. Very well orchestrated. I've never seen you do any more. That, that's the most work you've ever done in your I life. I know. I know, right? Like, that took a shit ton of planning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and like, patience as well. See, that's the kind of thing I try to and do for you. And that's the shit. That's the shit, like, after school, getting on yeah. the bus and going, how the fuck am I going to get to, like, office works? Where? You lived in the middle of nowhere. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, that was a real bus ride. That was, like, 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? And I fucking hate buses. Oh, I printed out all my wedding photos and I just went online and went, ah, deliver them. <laughs> yeah, so just... That's very well done. That that's was well that was the best. That prank is still talked about today. That's that's a. I really like that's that. That's left a legacy. That's the kind of shit that you want. Mm. Uh, that's the kind of shit that you want. Uh, here's one for you, Kieran. The LA Pilots La Sombrita shade light structures does and doesn't do, or what what it does and doesn't do. So I'm going to summarize this for you. What the fuck is a lash? Sh- okay. So yesterday, so the the, the LA de- transport. Uh, department held a press conference on La Sombrita, a pilot bus stop structure offered uh, designed to offer shade and lighting. So what they did was they went out, one of the things that was needed was a structure at bus stops. Mm-hmm. So the bus stops existed. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't have any shade or a shade or anything like that. Right. Now they said that's okay. We're going to get a non-profit organization, which is like Latino owned, mm-hmm. to design a shade and lighting spot when you wait for a bus for safety and, and comfort. Isn't it called a fucking bus shelter? Kieran, <laughs> we needed to design this because it didn't exist before. You know, just like... I don't see any shelter. <laughs> so, this is in the picture of it. Look at this picture of it. I'm going to show you this one here. It's so good. So, here's a picture of it. Amazing, right? Isn't that isn't that perfect? So, that's the shelter. So, if... How, the, how wide is that shelter, do you think? That shelter is, like, not even two-person wide. No, it's not. Uh, and it's not really shelter because, as you see, it's sort of perforated. It's perforated. And I feel like the sun has to be behind it yes at, a, at the certain time of the day at the yes. right angle yes for that's to... right and so everyone is like so these these ones here designed and to install cost 50,000 US dollars I hope this is some kind of scam no I don't someone's know. like you know what we can charge 50,000 dollars for something so that anyway, costs like 500 bucks so this guy here is like uh bus <laughs> That's a shelter. That's a shelter. <laughs> and he's made it. What consultants want now. Uh, uh, you can buy these tents off Amazon. Mm-hmm. Literally and bolted to the ground. They can be, They cannot set up a fully enclosed structure. And they said one of these shelters, you can sort of see here, which is perfect. I think we use some of those in Melbourne. Yeah, it's a better shelter. It's a, than... it's a proper shelter. Yeah. Uh, the only thing it doesn't have is lights, but you can add a light pretty pretty cheap, Yeah. I would say. Uh, and they're like two grand. And you can fit, as exactly what this guy's saying here in the corner, you can fit a wheel, at least four wheelchairs, uh, people, uh, you know, disabled people on here in wheelchairs. And it's very comfortable. It's big and it's cheap to install. It's like two grand, two to mm-hmm. eight grand. 
total. And if you want to add lights up to like eight to ten. So you can get five of these for let's look back at this picture here. Look, there's two medium sized women. That's not shelter and that's not artwork. <laughs> it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, there's a more picture. Look at it. It's <laughs> Look at it. It is the most it, it is it is so badly designed. It reminds me of like it's when you're at a theme park and you need like little like if they were different colours sort of scattered around, it's like, oh, everyone, we're going to meet at the yellow thing at midday. Yeah. Like, the meeting point. Yes. That's what it looks like. Yes, that's exactly exactly what... Um, exactly what... It's not like a proper... It's not a proper, like, structure or anything like that. It's just a... It would just be like, a like oh, I'm meeting at the blue meeting point at midday. Yeah, blue meeting point. Like, you know, and it says number parking bay one. Yeah. You know, keep it nice and easy. Keep it nice and easy. You got some more news? For- oh, I thought you'd like that. Uh-huh. So, this is what I mean by like, the, remember I said like the tech guy's reinventing the bus? Uh-huh. And uh, have I ever told you that thing? It's like, no. uh, this te- oh, I love, I think I was talking to my dad about it. There was a, uh, a, like a Reddit post or like a Twitter thing. And this guy, like Silicon Valley mm-hmm. type of, type guy. And it's one of my favourite phenomenons. I'll, I'll, if I find any, I'll bring some more in. And that was one of them. It's tech guys reinventing things that already exist, like complicating things. Uh-huh, right. And the guy's like, oh, I really love trains. Like, you know, because I catch a train to work. But wouldn't it be great if there was a train that <laughs> oh, yeah, wasn't, yeah, on, yeah. wasn't on rails and yeah. could go anywhere, like east, west, and through back streets and stuff? And someone's like, you, you just mean a bus. Like, and, would it, and wouldn't it be great if we had a bus, but it could, like, be in the air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's called, yeah, it's called Nerfly. Like, this is what they, it's, it's like reinventing something that's already been invented, but, like, complicating yeah. the invention of it. And I think that's what they've done there. Like, we need a bus shelter. It's like, we'll design one. Oh, this is great. Look, it's got a light and it can, you know, and people are like, well, no, we've already got those. This is what <laughs> happens when the wrong people are on the uh, wrong committee. Church, I've got a, a news here. Um, Air New Zealand is to weigh passengers before they board the air. Yeah, I'm, I'm for it. I'm for it. Fuck them. Uh-huh. New Zealand's Civil Aviation Authority is asking that its national airline weigh passengers departing on international flights. Um, the program, which Air New Zealand calls a passenger weight survey, is a way to gather data on the weight, load, and distribution of planes. Mm-hmm. I unfortunately they don't go far enough. Yeah. If you're too fat. Yeah. You still get to board. I think I've talked about this before. I think like we're talking about fat people mm-hmm. going on planes, and I've just thought I've thought of the idea and I figured out what how to fix it because mm-hmm. I think fat people are annoying not only themselves on planes but everybody else, mm-hmm. and I think they should have their own separate area. Ah, uh, like first class, business class, class fat, fat class. class. Perfect. Yeah. But uh, we call it something different. I don't know. Haven't thought of the name yet. Um, I think we just call it cattle class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really disappointed I didn't think of cattle class. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to treat them a little bit like cattle. So when you do get a cattle on a plane, you yeah. have to make them stand up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's what we do for fat people too. But I want to make them work a little bit. I figure like if they're going to be on a plane and... Are you thinking treadmills? I'm thinking treadmills. Mm. You know, a very slow, like, you know, you know, like on an eight hour flight. I think you should be able to walk pretty consistently for eight hours. You can eat, like it doesn't have to be a fast treadmill. Yeah. But it just can't be turned off. Uh-huh. You know? You know? 
And I think if you want to eat, you know, you need to get to a certain speed. Spe- well, no, just a certain distance. Oh, you've walked five k's. Yeah. You can have a candy bar. I was going to say apple. You know what I mean. You can have an apple. Yeah. A uh, uh, Homer Simpson power bar, apple sauce power bar. That's what you can have. <laughs> you can have. Uh, yeah. So they're asking travelers to stand on a digital scale when they check in for their flight. Yeah, whatever. I'm, 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 I'm cool with that. Yeah. I, I'm fine with that. There's, there's no. I don't see anything wrong with that. It's probably good because, uh, I mean, planes were built for people in the 1960s that were... Do you remember... Okay. I've got a task for us. Mm-hmm. I love The Simpsons. Uh, no. Who would have thought? But there's one episode of The Simpsons that is a fantastic episode, and that's the episode where Homer... A Lemon of Troy. Uh, that's Jess's favourite episode. Mine's always Hank Scorpio. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. But there's yeah. another great episode that I really love, and it's the one where Homer finds out that he can technically get on dis- a disability. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah. By being... Fat. By being fat. And I remember watching that episode more recently, and Jess and, Jess and I are like look, looking at the numbers, and the number, the weight that he's at is 236 pounds. Mm-hmm. And that's considered like morbidly obese back then. And the weight that he has to get to to be on fatness disability is, I don't know if you remember this, but it's 300, 300 pounds. pounds. Yeah. So I did the math and you can do it too. That's I'd... like 140 kilos, 130 kilos. Yeah, big boy. Which is, you say that, Right. But that's not that big. It's still... It's big. But compared to people these days, I would almost consider that like, as an average. I wouldn't say it's healthy. I wouldn't say it's fit. I wouldn't say it's the norm. 136. 136, right? 136 kilos, which is not that much. I'm pretty sure... You could find walk out on like in the city and find people that are 136 kilos, right? Mm, I see where you're going with this. So I, we've all gotten fatter, is what you're saying. Is what I'm saying, yeah. Compared to what it was in like in the mid 90s, like late 90s. So I think because I love The Simpsons so much, and I love cancel culture this much, I want to see how much of an impact that we can have. And I think we should try to get that episode banned on Disney ah. Plus. <laughs> I think we it's can. Fat phobic, it's fat phobic. Is that what? Fat fucking phobic. phobic yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, fat people aren't disabled, but the Simpsons is showing that once you get to three hundred pounds, you're disabled. I would. I want to see how fast we can get that going. And see if we make any impact oh at all. Oh my god, we should totally troll. We should troll, yeah. Troll, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll come up with a plan off the right. thing. But if anyone wants to help us with that, I think Teresa's listening over there. I think she'd help us up with that. She's great. Excellent. All right. Yeah. Email us. Yeah. Or DM us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, via our socials. Simpsons Fatphobic or something yeah, like that. Yeah. All right, I've got an article for you. Uh, it'd be disappointing. Kieran, do you own any toys? <laughs> Um, 
I used to own toys. When you used I was to own a kid. toys. Yeah. When I was a kid. Yeah. Do you, have you bought any toys for yourself, like figurines or nah. anything like that for yourself? Or have you ever gone, oh, I really want to buy something from my childhood again and just to have on my desk? Like a. I've always wanted a Buzz Lightyear toy. A Buzz Lightyear toy? Mm. Oh, there you go. Next, next birthday, I'll get to look to you on your t shirt and Buzz can say, I have, I have AIDS or something. <laughs> No, give me the fucking... If you're going to get that, I'm going to like... No, give me the Buzz Lightyear fucking toy. <laughs> this year I bought you a fantastic t-shirt. You did, and it's great. And I like the t-shirt, but I want a fucking Buzz Lightyear toy. All right, right. Because I never got a fucking Buzz Lightyear oh, toy. Oh, there you go. Well, and I tell my mum every like three years <laughs> that I never got a Buzz Lightyear toy. Fair enough, fair mm. enough. Well, Kieran, Funkos and Legos and toys... I might, adults are buying more toys than ever. Adults who buy themselves... Uh, who buy for themselves, sorry, are responsible for what, a fourth of toy sales annually. So, adults... So, one out of four purchases... One out of four purchases for toys are, f- are, are, are an adult buying for themselves. Which is crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. Now, I don't know what they got. Like, do they consider video games that as well? It doesn't really state that... Explain no, 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 no. Video games is not a toy. You don't think... Yeah. Video games is video games. I had a colleague... Well, there you go. So the when vi- I was doing my PhD, and she had, like, probably 20 different fucking figurines on her desk. See, see, that's, that's a weird thing for me. That's a weird thing for me to say, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm going to purchase a toy. Look, the only thing I've ever considered, like, buying is, like, a... Uh, I, I used to have a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Black Power Ranger toy. And I've always thought, I'd like to just have that on the desk up there. Like, yeah. uh, But I've got the drinking bird. Maybe someone might get something for their birthday. Oh, that's so hard to find. But, but the drinking bird, I've got the drinking bird. That's yeah. important. That's not a toy, though. Yeah, that's like a novelty, yeah. right? That's, and that's what I was saying to Jess. There's only two toys that an adult should buy for themselves. One is a... Um, a drinking bird? A drinking bird. Or the... Or the, the t- I was going to say, Ninja's Cradle! Yeah. <laughs> I like how I'm like, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah. And I don't have one of those. Like, if you're going to buy me something, that would be the, the, the ticking the ticking time bomb. But this is it. So here we go. Uh, 60% of $9 billion in toys. Uh, $9 billion in toys, that, that sort of happens. But the McFarlane, the Hot Toys, and Everfreckin' Funko Pops, uh, and all the Star Wars stuff's really big. Uh, but all the other stuff as well, like... Like toys about Stranger Things, uh, Avatar, all that sort of stuff. Are just super super Lego sets for adults. Like my brother does that. He's the only adult I know that purchases toys. I could get look. I could get if I was going to get Lego. I want like the Lego where I'm making like a proper live like let's say Iron Man. Yeah. Made out of Lego, but the real life, like, to yeah. scale. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? And yeah, it would yeah. be in the corner. It would be in my house. Yeah. Like... Like the tall, like a six foot one. Six, six yeah. foot one yeah, yeah, yeah. iron, like, where it probably takes months to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. To, to build this Lego piece. That's that's what I would do. Yeah. See, not bro- not the small little crappy shit. See, my brother has all, like, the, the model, like, the small sort of, smaller, medium-sized sort of sets. Yeah. And I, I don't understand the appeal because for me Lego I or like a Star Wars spacecraft, yeah, but it's got to be it's got to be like it's got to be at least the size of your keyboard. Well, over I've, there. I've seen I've seen like people buy like the Death Star hmm. and it's it's big, but I feel like if I had that something the size but, of that, it would be hanging from the roof. Yeah, but uh, this 
look, I have the same opinion with guitars that I do with, with toys. Like, if you own one, it should be played with. Yeah. But if you're buying something just to keep it as a, as an ornament, mm. it feels a bit like all these. Like, we're in my music room. All the guitars on the wall, all the pedals. Or is up your there. music room inside the podcast studio? It's a bit of everything. Yeah. It's a studio. Yeah. It's got it's you know the the mics are being used, the guitar pedals get used, everything's everything's plugged in. So if I want to play with it, I can enjoy it. What's the point? It's like going buying like I've got a lawnmower, but I've also got a second lawnmower which I don't use. <laughs> it's like why it's do- the premium. Yeah, well, but it's really nice. Like, well, why do? You- What's the point? <laughs> Who has two lawnmowers? I, I, but, that's, but that's for me the same. I want to meet this person yeah, <laughs> yeah, with the premium lawnmower. But that's what. But, well, I'm sure someone has those, but I find that more valuable because someone might go, you know, I might use that lawnmower eventually. But with toys, like people put them together, or they just buy collectibles and they put them in boxes and put them away. And you're an adult. You shouldn't be playing. I feel like you shouldn't be playing with dolls. Or no. action figures, or, or it, like I said, I could do like the big Iron Man yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. and it would be like in my living room. But, it'd be a display but piece. it would be a, yes, yes. But when it comes to like, and then the bragging rights to be like, oh, that took me like three months to make. But in the same sense, like my brother collects them yeah. and puts them around, but mo- mostly his study. But I feel like Lego is one of those toys, and we're talking about it out there. Should be something that you go. I build the model. I'm going to dismantle it, and now I'm going to build something else out of it. It's it's meant to be creative play, mm. not just. There it is. I mean, what's the point of that? Just buy like a figurine from the, the reject shop, and have it up there. No one likes figurines. From that's the why. I, shop. But I feel it's just, it's almost the same if you're going to do something like that. You know that's what? what I think that's this is one of the funniest jokes. I, I want to. I won't put the dad joke thing back on. But this is one of my funniest yeah. jokes I ever want to do. I want to go into like a reject shop uh-huh. like that. And find like the stupidest ornament you could ever imagine, <laughs> and like remember it, like you know, it's like it's a, it's a it's a hamster in a jacket that's holding a fishing rod and a hat and has an eye patch. Yeah, that's the description. You know, it's there. And then like go back like two two weeks later, and go to the front counter and go, "Hi, I'm looking for," <laughs> <laughs> and say the most specific like three and a half inch. A uh, hamster figurine <laughs> with a thing, and just look at their faces. <laughs> we've got it <laughs> no one's ever bought that but we've got it <laughs> we have to do that with a film crew <laughs> it's, it's the, we have to film it's that the worst thing ever okay I have another article Turch okay this is why I want to enter politics I don't want to enter politics in this country I think India is where I want to be <laughs> okay I'm giving you two toilets whoa <laughs> India official drains entire dam to retrieve phone. That's good. That's good. A government official in India has been suspended after he ordered a reservoir to be drained to retrieve his phone. Which I find hilarious because you're a minister and you can afford multiple phones. I was going to say, what's the point? (laughs) Your phone is... Get another SIM card, mate. It took three days to pump millions of litres of water out of the dam after Rajesh dropped the device while taking a selfie. By the time it was found, the phone was too waterlogged to work. <laughs> yes, I was say oh useless. yeah, but you can't tell someone of a higher power that's a bad idea. That's like watching the... When they have discussions with tech guys. Yeah. Like all the Americans like, uh-huh, and the, and the Facebook, that's on the computer. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Through the Wi-Fi. Can you read my emails? No, that's not that's not how it works. Yeah, but what about the Wi-Fi? That's great. The Indian official <laughs> dropped his Samsung phone worth about twelve hundred dollars or a hundred thousand rupees. Yeah. Okay. Uh, into the standard iPhone. <laughs> yeah, into the central Indian, uh, in, into the dam. After local divers failed to find it, he paid for diesel pump to be brought in, and uh, so what drained the so dam. Th- so what we need him to do mm-hmm. is to go take a tour of Scotland mm-hmm. and <laughs> and go to Loch Ness and drop his phone there and drain it and we can find the Loch Ness monster. Is that what you're telling me? That's what I'm telling That's you. What he me. is the man to find the Loch Ness oh, monster. Look, I can't wait, Kieran. I can't wait for that. Some good news, Kieran. Yeah. Uh, COVID's over. Thank fuck. And all we needed the whole time. <laughs> oh, can you plug me back in? I've, uh, I've, uh, there we go. Thank you. All we needed the whole time, Kieran, was garlic. <laughs> 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 oh, Australian garlic kills COVID-19 says the Doherty Institute my, garlic might not just be good for keeping vampires away but also COVID-19 and the common flu according to new research being released on Wednesday by the Peter Doherty Institute so there you go Kieran after all of this time all we needed was, was ki- government Issued garlic. This looks like the Australian Financial Review. Uh, you would be one hundred percent correct, this Kieran. Is a this solid. is a real. This, this is a, a real, real import, like proper news article, proper news study. I find out who did it, and it's real up there, real expensive. Yeah. And they've gone, hey guys, if you just eat some, some garlic, that's it. Uh, have some garlic bread. Have some tzatziki. You'd be right. That's that. Uh, have some pasta sauce. You will be. Uh, COVID's over. <laughs> so this is why Italy got through it. Well, a lot of old people died, but like you know, old they needed to die. Mm. They well, they weren't eating enough garlic. Well, it's specifically Australian garlic. That's the important thing. Is well, specific like the ones that we get here. Yeah, uh, is better. Is better than I the... don't know why. Uh-huh. Uh, I went through it and I didn't. I couldn't be bothered going through the study. But if you eat garlic, it just sounds like just in general, probably won't hurt. Life's good. Life's a lot better. Life's a lot better. Uh, you got any more articles for us, Kieran? You got another one? Um, I do have one more. Yes. And really, I just wanted to read out the headline, which is now on your computer. Oh, yes. Let's get that headline up. Yeah. Let's have a look here. You want to read it? Yeah. The Great Read. No, it's not that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's not the, it's, it's the same story, but the headline's yeah. shit. The neighbor, when neighbors don't share your vision, and the vision involves Transformers statues. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, it's great. Would you ever, because you love the Transformers. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a big toy guy. I've yeah. got lots of them. Yeah, so why don't you get, like, you know. No, no, tra- I'm into transgenders. <laughs> Woman uh, face. I'll get you a transgender <laughs> transformer. Ah. <laughs> uh, I hate I hate listening to uh, trans people on podcasts that can't podcast. And then it can be transformer face. Yeah, <laughs> I hate when trans people are on podcasts and they're really bad. I'm like, just just transform into a radio host. <laughs> you can do that, right? <laughs> uh, should oh. I play the, how many times should I play the dad theme? 
the whole show? I think we should end on the dad thing. You love it. Yeah. Do you love it more than you thought you would? Uh, I enjoy it. Yeah. Your jokes actually need to get worse. Oh, well, you didn't like the dyslexia. No, I loved it. I thought it was really good. I oh, just, you okay. know, my understanding of dad jokes are they're meant to be shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, know, I told those jokes to Jess because that's the worst joke I've ever heard. So I thought, I thought maybe the, it's the audience rather than the. Yeah, but I think she's got the female brain. Yeah, the female, female brain. Female brain. Yeah. Yeah, she should put some man face on and, <laughs> and enjoy my jokes a little bit more. Uh, what am I going to do, Kieran? Thank you so much for coming into the studio today. Uh, my pleasure. And you know what, Kieran? What? People can find us on iTunes, on Spotify, on Instagram, Twitter, SoundCloud. and of course SoundCloud. Make sure you give us a five-star review. Give us all the shits in the, in the comments. If you want to help us ban a Simpsons episode uh, just to see how stupid cancel culture has been, please email us at weonlydoonetakepodcast at gmail.com. It's so good to have you back in this uh, studio, Ah, uh, My pleasure. And let's, uh, let's listen to this one more time. I like it. Yeah, well done. <laughs>